Warning, the Happy Ending Pod shows a couple of guys with microphones and a computer consuming copious amounts of alcohol and who say anything about anyone and everything they feel like. It is all in fun, not to be taken seriously. We don't own the rights to any music playing during our broadcast. Thank you, and enjoy. This has gone so far off the rails. <laughs> Holy shit. How about Clint Bitten? Take a taste. Stab yeah, on your finger. I guess. Oh! No! Oh, no. I don't know how to use it. It's white I'm people. Probing the unknownable. Yes. Well, there's good English dickheads. I enjoy Grandma's Mickey, the, the banana. I'm sure you do. Bocce oh. ball. Granny had no teeth. I beat my instrument. I don't know if I'll do it on air. <laughs> no, I think it should just be an hour of us tuning and then it's like, thank you. And <laughs> he spewed. <laughs> he, oh my god. <laughs> he fell over. Fuck you, I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. That'll be a nail biter. <laughs> <laughs> a nail biter. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. I couldn't quite put my finger on. I'm glad. I'm glad you got to it. Nail biter. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> I, I was thinking knee slapper, but I was like, nah. That's not the right word. What's the right word? Nail biter. Ah, that's it. Ah, that's it. Nail biter. Nail biter. <laughs> What's the point? Yeah. So welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show. And yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Unwelcome. Let You're it. welcome. You don't want to be here. Neither do we. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, New um, alternate title of the show. Yes. I'm drinking. Uh, well, I'm eventually going to be drinking um, hot cocoa nitro s'mores. I am drinking my last uh, PBR coffee. Oh, I got two more of those. They're opening beaches up and everywhere else is... Uh, you know, it's funny you just said that. Um, somebody I follow on Twitter said that their gym is opening on Monday. Oh, yeah? Let me see what state they're in. Arizona, go figure. Well, it's dry climate. The COVID doesn't travel well there. <laughs> well, I just meant more from a... Uh, a political standpoint of that state. So you're saying Republican? Yes. I got you. <laughs> I didn't mean to say yes. <laughs> All day I was like, make a conscious effort. Don't say the word. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think, I think it's time to open everything back up. You just got to do the social, <laughs> social distancing, wear a mask, wash your hands. If you see somebody in public coughing, shoot them. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Put though. Down, double if tap. The social distancing and wearing a mask, if people would actually do it, sure. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. People but, I mean, agree. I made my first trek outside today in <laughs> 70 days. That's yeah, a shame. You pussy. <laughs> I was like, what's that bright thing in the sky? <laughs> Did you ever see the bench warmers? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like David Spade's brother. Yeah, you. Uh, what's his, <laughs> he comes out. Nick Swardson. <laughs> yeah, when he comes out of the closet. Yeah. Oh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But no, I mean, probably 
sixty percent of the people weren't wearing masks or staying apart. That shocks me because when I've gone out, uh, everybody's wearing a mask. You always got the one idiot. Who walks in and everybody looks at him. He turns around and goes back for his mask, you know. (laughs) um, But, yeah, I've not, in the past six, seven months, I've not been anywhere with nobody's not wearing masks. (laughs) Six, seven months. (laughs) I figure for Halloween, no masks. No, yeah, maskless, yeah. (laughs) Or a whole face mask, but the mouth and nose are cut open. (laughs) I don't know what the, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I figure if I haven't caught it by now, I'm not. Unless, oh, I get spilled water all over me. Uh, I figure if I haven't caught it, I'm going to get, and, and a 10 eventually will, it's going to be one of these highly extreme mutated versions. Oh yeah. You're going to grow a fourth leg and Ooh. then you're going to die and come back as some kind of weird alpaca. <laughs> I thought I was going to start pouring and be my, I'll be the personal deep here. Uh, <laughs> my fourth leg. No, what the fuck? I give up what? I don't know. My microphone's twitched itself on and off. Oh, all right. Well, I still hear you. Yeah, I know, but I just spilled water on me, so now I'm trying to get it off. Oh, what t-shirt contest at Bob's room. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure the uh, judge is biased. <laughs> yeah, I'm the judge, and I still say I lost. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yes. At least it was cool water. Ooh, so it was cologne. <laughs> Better than uh, taxi anyway. cab confessional Dracar. Uh <laughs> <laughs> What? Is it better than Taxi Cab Confessional Drakkar? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely? Yeah, a- absolutely. I thought, I thought it was a dabsolutely. A da- a absolutely. Yes, a absolutely. Yes, this was uh, covered myself with uh, watered down white Russian to clean out my glass. Oh. Now's the time to go driving. You smell like <laughs> Officer, <laughs> sir. You smell like a white Russian. <laughs> Are you profiling me, officer? <laughs> mm. God, that, some beers should be made more difficult to drink. Oh, yeah, like hot cocoa. Yeah, like the PBR. That too. The yeah. difference, though, is the hot cocoa is twice the alcohol. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, <laughs> I may go hunt and see if s'more. I don't remember when s'mores came out last year, but I might go looking for it. I thought it was fall time. Was it? I thought. I don't. I don't know for sure. Yeah. Well, then they need a no, they need a summer one. Is s'more would be a summer one though? That's I what guess. I was thinking too. I was thinking hot cocoa's winter, cream brulee well, and chocolate milkshake, or just because <laughs> s'more should be summer. Yeah, they're year round. Yeah. S'more should be out now. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there's a surprise, but the uh, Madagascar Vanilla Omegang is out again. No. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Um, I gotta, we gotta go, I got, somehow gotta find those uh, New Holland Dragon's Milks that I showed you. Yeah, I didn't see anything about a date where they were coming out, no. but holy shit. Fucking A, those two sound, those three sounded amazing, and the one was the 17 ABV. Yeah, that was the triple mash. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll try it. 
<laughs> I'm trying to pull it up right now, but fucking messages aren't showing up. Here we go. All right, so for the people listening along, uh, 17% ABV would be the Dragon's Melt Triple Mash, and it's their bourbon barrel, bourbon barrel aged stout, but it's just used a triple mash method. Uh, let's see, what's the one that we're going to like most? We'll save for last. Oh, that's... Yeah. That's the one on the far left, I'd yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, next would be 11%, so they're standard. Uh, Dragon's Milk Reserve Scotch Barrel Aged Out with marshmallow and dark chocolate. That that the dark chocolate is what's going to make that interesting. Yeah, because scotch and milk chocolate probably wouldn't go very well. No, the dark chocolate I think is going to help mellow that scotch down. Exactly, and it's going to match it with uh, not overly sweetness either. Yeah, and then. Last, but most certainly not least, again, 11%, they're standard. Oh, shit, these have names. Yes, they do. The green one's cut off, though. I know, I can't see it. Um, the, however, the one we are interested in is called uh, Stroop Waffle. Stroop Waffle. <laughs> it sounds like another medical condition. Um, it is a bourbon barrel-aged stout. With cinnamon, vanilla, oh wait, my bad, I'm dyslexic. With caramel, vanilla, cinnamon, and coffee. Yeah. That is going to be properly yeah, dangerous good. It's just finding it now. Yeah, what did it say about release times? May, May 16th. Online pre-orders. And that'll only ship in state. Of course. So we'll have to find it illegally. As always. <coughs> or we make a coronavirus run. <laughs> We're definitely channeling the Blues Brothers. <laughs> oh, I'm down with that. <laughs> I'm messaging them. Oh, yeah? What are you messaging them? The Blues Asking them about the uh, timeline for availability in Pennsylvania. Ah. And they said, we ain't found shit. <laughs> yeah, when it's all, all over, I definitely want to do a uh, like uh, a bootlegger run all over the place oh, to, yeah. different, to different states and to see what they sell and shit like that. Yeah. Because I know our state has one of the worst distributions oh, of yeah. alcohol collections. Yeah. Well, uh, that would probably be the end of August. <laughs> yeah, California has extended the full way through the year, uh, July to the beginning of August. Yeah, but I mean that's not a surprise. Anytime you hear about people gathering together, it's always either Florida or California. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not overly concerned anymore. I'm really not. <laughs> You've you haven't mentioned. No, good. I should mention it. <laughs> I mean, I wish I'd get it. Then I could get my two weeks paid off from work. <laughs> you keep saying that, but you're assuming you don't get a super horrible version of it. Well, that's true, too. I might get the super. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the death toll is over 80 something thousand. It's yeah. not that yeah, laughable. How many of them are old? I don't know. I haven't checked the breakdowns recently. And I don't believe it. I think it's all propaganda by the oh, Democrats. Oh 
to get them to vote, to get you to vote for them. <laughs> Are your dad and sister calling in? No, thank God. It's all propaganda. And just in case, I bought my firearms. <laughs> uh, when your sister comes up, I'll send over some Clorox on ice. Oh, in an ice bucket. <laughs> yeah, like a champagne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to hose them down in the driveway. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Here. We're going to come out in hazmat suits. <laughs> All right, so yes, it is uh, the two groups hit the hardest are eighty five and older, uh-huh. and seventy five to eighty four. Oh my god! And then uh, sixty five to seventy four. Wow, all these old people. Uh, hold on now. I'm listening. But fifty five to sixty four. Uh-huh. Um, about a thousand that were twenty five to thirty four. Oh, no. So, my age range is not even in there. It is. I'm trying to find it. I'll make it up. Orange. The chart's terrible. Yeah, I... No. I mean, so is the disease. The virus. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's interactive, but it's ah, so so hard to use. You can get the... You can watch old people get the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, it's just the week. What? Uh, I want the whole thing. He wants it all. Give it to him. I want it all. <laughs> give give it all the death. <laughs> Provis- provisional death counts. Here we go. Provisional. Probable. Wait, update it May 15th. That's not Today. the right amount. Why not? Because it's, it's only at 60,000. That's accurate. They've been making up the numbers as they go. <laughs> well, it's 20,000 short somewhere. <laughs> no, it's, that's a lie. That's a press number. The actual number is 12. Did you say 12? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, this isn't the time to be figuring out while we're trying to record. I know, but... but, yeah, I mean, for the most part, if you are under 50, it doesn't seem like it's overly taxing no, but not. but medical history and current oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah i mean you being mr black lung i don't i wouldn't exactly try and catch it pretty sure i've been exposed multiple times <laughs> well by, to josh alone <laughs> well, giving you a fistful of exposure <laughs> a fistula uh what a fistula yes so I watched a good movie the other day. Okay. And when I say a good movie, I mean it was horrible. Oh, perfect. <clears throat> I watched uh, Cannibal Gods, Mountain of the Cannibal Gods. Oh, well, with that title, I'm surprised to let you down. <laughs> it's starring Stacy Keach. Oh, oh, wow. And uh, and Angela, Un- uh, Ursula Andress. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, the original, <clears throat> the original Bond girl, or yeah. one of the Bond girls. I don't know if she was the original. No, she wasn't. <clears throat> it was early, yeah, but uh, it was a horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I with that title, and I'm assuming seventies. Yeah, about that. There you go. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, now, would it qualify as a B movie? I'm assuming. Sure. <laughs> okay. So it wasn't so bad it was a C movie. No, no. Okay. Um, it probably could have been about half as long if they just stopped with the roaming through the, the video, filming them walking through a jungle for an hour. How long was it? I don't know. Two hours at most, an hour and a half, something like that. Oh, yeah. That, that's one of those ones where, you know, like 85 minutes is good enough. Eight minutes was better. Uh, <laughs> eight or five minutes would have been better. Okay. Eight or five minutes where Ursula, you know, all her nude scenes, that would have been it. Oh, there. Oh, well, well, yeah, just fast forward through it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, watch time, two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the only other good scene, the, the best, I mean, the whole best scene of the whole movie was one of the cannibal women masturbating. And it was like, they're showing an awful lot of what she's doing on a B-rated <laughs> movie. So, yeah. Other than that, it sucked. Yeah, that's uh, that's so surprising. <laughs> I knew you'd be shocked by a crappy camera. <laughs> Color me surprised. But that leads us into a story we have. Oh, I see. I didn't know where you're going with oh, this. I brought up our cannibal, mo- my cannibal so, movie. I'm so fucking dense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where is he going with this the whole time? I was like, it's interesting, but where is he going with uh, this? Well, I thought we'd like to discuss flying spiders in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> sure. The- I just watched a movie about paratrooper spiders. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> you laugh. I know a place where those bastards zip line down on you. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. Uh, I don't Not not a lot, but I've seen it. I've seen it. It sucks. Where? Work. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, one of the buildings, uh, it, it's got a good high ceiling, and the, 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 there was a couple times where you're walking through it doing your job, and you can watch the damn spiders just zip lighting down from the ceiling right in front of you, oh. dangling, and like, oh, shit. Yeah. Taunting. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, that, yeah. But anyway. I don't mind them, but it's when they jump on you out of nowhere that gets me. Yeah, or what, what do they say? You eat like three a year? Eight. Eight a year? Yeah. Oh, those must be daylight. If you, if you wake up from a dead sleep choking or coughing, you swallowed one, they say. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Not- <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's, you wake up with a web in your throat. <laughs> and it wasn't your significant other. <laughs> you know, when Spider-Man shoots a sticky substance all over someone, he's amazing, but when I'm doing, I'm a pervert. <laughs> yeah, he's a superhero. You're, you're a sex offender. <laughs> he gets the key to the city. You get put on a watch list and have to introduce yourself to your neighbors. <laughs> Double standards, I'll America. Say. So everybody swallows eight Spider-Mans a day. A a year. (laughs) A day. (laughs) That's a slow day for some starlets. Get your protein load of Spider-Man. Absolutely. (laughs) Although that's going to be going down with that article we did last week about uh, COVID being transferable that way. Yeah, yeah. But it's a small study, so I say risk it. Absolutely. (laughs) 
Your stomach acids will kill it. Just what? Your stomach acids will kill it. You would think so. I would imagine. I mean, that shit can burn things, so I don't know how it doesn't kill a virus unless the instant it touches your esophagus, it's absorbed. Maybe they're saying you shouldn't have an open wound on your face when you... Well, well, you know, <laughs> in certain parts of the country, that that's year-round. <laughs> anyway, back to our uh, Mountain of the yeah, Cannibal Gods. Yeah, to more gods. pleasant news, Cannibals. Yes, Ma- Mountain of the Cannibal Gods was the movie I saw. Okay. I, I, I segued into our artic- your article about 10 <laughs> minutes ago. And I botched it properly. <laughs> uh, wouldn't be the Happy Ending Pod show if I knew what was going on. <laughs> They need a so, cannibal talk show. Need what? A cannibal talk show. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say cooking show. We could call it What's Eating You. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one? Just now. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> or Who's Eating You. <laughs> it's like a blind date show and said Bachelor 1, 2, and 3, and they're all biting parts of you. <laughs> Who's eating you? Well, if I remember from the interview, Jeff has an overbite. <laughs> You'll always be able to tell when it's the British guy because the bite mark's all gnarly and crooked. <laughs> the cannibal dating gang. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, on to the news. On to the news. German cannibal gets supervised day trips while wearing disguise. Okay, wait, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, one more time. German it, cannibal gets supervised day trips while wearing disguise. A German cannibal who got a life sentence for killing and devouring a man whom he cut into steaks <laughs> wow. is being treated to police supervised strolls while wearing a disguise, according to a report. Wait, wait. Where are they strolling him through? Parks, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not the supermarket. Well, I'm just uh, thinking Armin, there's children what? at these parks, I'm assuming. Well, if his history is any indication, they're okay. Yeah, okay. I'm listening. Armin Muez, Muez, M-E-I-W-E-S. He's German? Uh, 50, yeah, German. Is that, that's code for Adolf Hitler. <laughs> yes, Armin, it's close. <laughs> A 58-year-old former computer engineer convicted in 2006 of killing Burned Brandes after he answered an ad in a gay magazine seeking a, quote, man to slaughter, unquote. (laughs) It's the worst disguise ever. Don sunglasses and a cap (laughs) to mask his identity during trips. How old is this guy? 58. Yeah, okay. But yeah, so every schlocky, shitty movie about hiding your identity, glasses and a hat, there you go. Uh, Two officers accompany him, one investigator told the newspaper. For security reasons, we take him to another federal state. There, he is allowed to walk through town. Uh, He is dubbed... Oh my god. I know. Could you just imagine walking down your neighborhood on a nice stroll? There's a cannibal. And they sent, and they sent the cannibal from the next town over. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, we don't want him. Send him there. It's like, yeah. Could you imagine, like, Bristol, Tennessee, walking their cannibal in Lexington, Kentucky? Uh, 
<laughs> I think that's pretty much what it amounts to. They're well, like, we just can't have the press if he eats somebody here. Send him somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Well, why, why? But I'm, why is he entitled to stroll? Why he not? Ate him, a I don't get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's that about? Do they do a lot of strolling? Germany's weirder than we thought. Do, does German prisoners get a lot of strolling? <laughs> he must. Why not? I'm just, telling you what. If I'm ever going to prison for life. I want to go to Germany where I can wear sunglasses, a hat, and go on walk. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Do um. <laughs> Do all criminals get strolling rights over there? I mean... You would think so. He's a murdering cannibal. Why not give him just work release out of, like, a butcher shop? <laughs> Every day's like a vacation for him. Yeah, but, I mean, he already knows how to cut everything, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or put him, or give him a morgue. It'll be like a smorgasbord. Yeah, can I have the uh, Chelsea Porterhouse, please? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is dubbed Der... Metzgermeister, the Metzgermeister, or, or the Master Butcher, the Master Butcher, uh, where he uh, repressed his urges to the live. Metzgermeister, since his childhood years. See you fucking sniffing these Metzgermeister straws. <laughs> he goes and see for the walking Z. He's walking Z on the Master Meister. The Master. The, <laughs> <laughs> the first bite, of course, was very strange. He told a TV documentary crew I, called I, Interview with a Cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That's what it was called. <sighs> Did that start yeah. Brad Pitt, Tom Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, Hannibal, and Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I'd spent over 40 years longing for it, dreaming about it, and now I was getting the feeling that I was actually achieving this perfect interconnection through his flesh. Uh, so uh, He said the human flesh tasted like pork, but stronger. Well, gamey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Had insisted that his victim consented to the slaying, which he recorded as he cut the victim up on a butcher's bench, according to court records. Wait, wait, wait. He consented to being murdered? Yes, and then eaten. He consented to it all, allegedly. Did they have a recording of that? Uh, that's what it just said, yeah. Um, the cannibal insisted that the victim consented, uh, which the cannibal recorded as he cut up the victim. Wait, so he said human flesh tasted like pork but stronger, yeah. and he had, had insisted that Brandis consented to the slaying, which he recorded as he cut the victim up on a butcher's bench. Okay. So what, was the guy still alive? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. He, the guy consented but, and they, while and he being cut up. Yeah, I, I mean, that sounds like it's more under duress. Yeah. Uh, like I sautéed the steak of burned with salt and pepper. So he's using the guy's name in the, how he sautéed his steak. Oh, my God. Well, uh, I sautéed the steak of burned like with salt and pepper, burn? garlic, and nutmeg. <laughs> nutmeg? I, yeah, now, I'm all, now I'm thinking all of my dietary choices. I never nutmeg. put nutmeg on a steak, yeah. Yeah, well... Well, apparently it's more like pork. I did hear you could get high smoking nutmeg, but I've never tried that either. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy ending special coming up. <laughs> After meeting Brandes on Craigslist. Oh, there you go. 520, nutmeg high. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy, here we go. The pair had sex at Mewes' farmhouse before his future victim took sleeping pills and downed half a bottle of liquor. Did he voluntarily take the sleeping pills? Uh, apparently, he doesn't say. It says, Brandes then consent. This makes this article's written so like backwards. Is it in German? <laughs> Nine. <laughs> uh, he, so yeah. he, he, uh, before okay, so before they before he died, they hooked up, and but and also before he took the sleeping pills and half a bottle of liquor. <laughs> before dying, Brandes consented to having his penis cut off, oh fried and God. eaten by both men. Wait, wait, fried and eaten by himself yet? Yeah. So fo- now here's where it gets real good. The following morning, Muse stabbed Brandes to death in a bathtub after reading to him from a Star Trek novel. <laughs> wait, wait. Did they- <laughs> exactly. Wait, what the fuck am I missing? Germans don't do anything normal. Did they? So that did they cut off and fry his wiener the night before? Yes. I'm Before so confused here. Wow. <laughs> so the night of the that night before his death, he, he downs sleeping pills and liquor to have his schlong cut off and then, and then consented, fried, and then he wakes up and eats it with the cannibal. How do you I love you so much you wanna fry my wiener? <laughs> I'm just picturing the worst remake of Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> the spaghetti scene? The, the spaghetti scene where they're sucking on the spaghetti? And yeah, is that a spaghetti at urethra? It's his wiener. And a piece has <laughs> veins attached to it. Oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> so the next morning he stabs him to death in a bathtub. I mean... If he has sleeping pills and liquor, why not finish them off that way? Just let them drift off. Well, but he, stabbing he, to death. Jesus. I, I, uh, police in Germany wait, wait, arrested wait, wait, wait. him. Why did he kill him? Did he think he could get away with it? <laughs> well, no, he consented to being eaten, That's remember? That's what I'm saying. But the, so why did he kill him? Didn't he consent? He didn't think he could get away with it? No, uh, to be eaten entirely, the the wiener was just the appetizer. <sighs> like I said, Germans don't do anything normal. Did he fry his liver with some onions and a nice fava bean? <laughs> and a good Chianti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so March 2001 is when that happens. Oh. And he wasn't arrested until December 2002. Well, he had leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> so what 21 was, months this what, guy's running around what was he called again <laughs> oh, no. uh, so Der Metzgermeister Der Metzgermeister <laughs> making Gadolf proud <laughs> uh, he was
was initially sentenced to eight years for manslaughter. Oh my god! I know. So he got off easy after all that, uh, but then he was retried for murder and got sentenced to life behind bars. Uh, police officials, meanwhile, say he is the model inmate. Oh, of course he is. He's still friendly, outgoing, polite. His attorney says. He's said to be absolutely manageable and one of the few prisoners with whom there are no problems. <laughs> nobody fucks nobody, with yeah, Nobody wants to go near him. Yeah. He's like the kid at lice at lunchtime. <laughs> I'd rather talk to that kid than this motherfucker. Oh, he, I agree. He gets but people, in the normal world. Yeah. He gets people to consent to him to be eaten. Yeah. How do you say? I mean, <laughs> yes, you can eat me. Sure, anytime. Right now. <laughs> I mean, I've said that metaphorically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Flank steaks. I, I mean, that guy's freezer had to be stocked for I mean, <laughs> He had to buy a whole special one. What do you do with the head? Do you make stew? Do you like, boil it in a pot and make... Oh, like, uh, hum- like uh, fish pig head face? Stew or, yeah, yeah, human head stew. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, his name wasn't Stu, remember? No, it was Bert. <laughs> you know, but you cut up some carrots and some celery. Oh, my God. Yeah, some jowls. Yeah, and you, you eat it with, like, some cornbread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining the serving it on a plate part. Oh, I know. I know. Like, what do you what do you garnish face stew with? Yeah, just some parsley and you know, just some <laughs> parsley. Put a little green in there. Some rosemary and thyme. It's, it's suddenly become a Simon and Garfunkel. It's suddenly become a Simon and Garfunkel song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god! I know it. You know because it, but. They burnt. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm still. This whole fucking article. First off, it's fucking. How do you consent to being eaten? I, I know. Uh, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I mean, how? And they said they didn't say any other drugs were there. No, when there was the dismemberment the night before, it was. Uh, sleeping pills and liquor to knock him out to have it cut off. But he was stabbed to death in the bathtub the next day. That's insane. I mean, why not sleeping pills, alcohol, schlong removal, appetizers, (laughs) then take more sleeping pills and liquor and then stab him to death while he's asleep? Yeah. Why have him wake up and sit in a fucking bathtub to do it? I think that's probably why he got more than manslaughter. Because they're like, you know, they had drugs, they had alcohol, and he decided to stab him, stab him to death in a tub while fully conscious. Yeah, that's not manslaughter. No. It, it, that, oh my. Wait, when did he have the steaks? When did he eat the steaks? After he killed them. After he killed them. So they had the guy's wiener the night before. Yeah, that was the appetizer. That was just a tease. Uh, and they deep fried it. What did they did they like saute it or anything? <laughs> they just said fried it. I think little butter, probably. <laughs> nice panko bread coating. 
<laughs> and we're going to be able to look at a fried shrimp the same way. Oh, well, that's something. Yeah. Uh, what? What is a? I mean, how? I can't imagine the guy was like you know like uh, ecstatic. Well, <laughs> I was thinking Lexington Steel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. It was like bite size. Yeah, it wasn't a full blown bratwurst. You know that the guy was. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the guy was pissed. That's why he stabbed him to death, because he was pissed off because he was hungry the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> After they ate, he was like, I'm still hungry. And the guy was like, again with this? <laughs> I Yeah, I don't. I, I'm still... <laughs> Oh, it's a lot to process. It, it really is. And that's a recent article. I think that's only from the 12th. But why, when did he get arrested? Oh, two. Oh, but the article's only... But from... I think they just found out about his strolls. Oh, how long did they say he'd been strolling? Oh, well, he's been in prison since oh, two, so I guess the whole time. <laughs> strolling. <laughs> I'm taking a stroll. <laughs> Move over, prom night dumpster babies. We got a new guy in town. Yeah. But not this town. Next town over. <laughs> How does that town advertise that you can walk your their cannibals there? <laughs> they have a special zone. <laughs> the cannibal roundup. Oh my goodness. I can't imagine <laughs> that somebody somehow stumbled onto those three, the two cops and the cannibal, while walking through town. What about the family of the guy he ate? Didn't say anything about it. Did he tenderize, use tenderizer? <laughs> yeah, because if you marinate it, like, you know, overnight. Hold on. I can't hear. Oh, do you need a volume? Oh, wrong one. Parsley, sage, romat rosemary, and thyme. <laughs> Simon and Garfield. Very appropriate. Yeah, I figured it'd be good background. Anyway, I, 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 I'm. St how do you decide? Yeah, let's eat my penis. I don't get. Oh my god! I it is mind boggling. <laughs> You're struggling to wrap your mind. I, I just this. can't. I just. Yeah, you're just uh, you're just getting the mental image of a deep fried dong yeah. on a plate, and people going, "What part do you want?" What, was it snipped? <laughs> was it cast? Didn't say if he was circumcised. Or did he have that little skin flap? You know, was that like? Did, now did they eat? They're picking a blanket. Yeah, like I'm picking a blanket. Well, I was wondering if they use like uh, the corn things on the H end. They, <laughs> you know, the corn skewers you stick on the end of a corn on the cob. Did they eat it like that? Yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, it's too bad no one can see the image you just did. <laughs> That's the only reason I did it because I knew you'd never see it. <laughs> Uh, or did Except it, it wouldn't be kernels on his chin afterwards. Or was it more like a corn dog? 
I'm never going to be able to corn, eat a corn dog again. They rolled it in some flour and batter, you know, like uh, hush puppy batter. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and they deep fried it. Oh, shit. <coughs> oh, my God. God, that's brutal. We are thinking way too deeply into this. No, I'm, I'm opening a cannibal culinary school. <laughs> Happy Andy Podjo prevent, presents the CCS. <laughs> are you tired of poultry and red meat? <laughs> Preparing for the coronavirus apocalypse? <laughs> yeah. Tired of grocery store shortages? <laughs> Don't want to pay that extremely expensive funeral bill. <laughs> Tired of your neighbor <laughs> or your loved ones? <laughs> Just get their consent. You can eat their wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Can't afford a shovel. <laughs> Don't feel like digging a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Ground frozen. <laughs> what did he do with the bones? Made an ashtray. Made a necklace. <laughs> <or> a pipe. <laughs> Walking sticks. Well, yeah, he still uses them in prison. He has. Uh, he's the only person who has bone silverware. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what do cannibal knickknacks look like? I need more cannibal stories. Those are great. <laughs> he said, not seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're fantastic. They're a hoot. <sighs> cannibal woman. Oh yeah, I did watch. Cannibal women in the avocado jungle. That was bad how many too. cannibal movies did you watch this week? Uh, I only watched two. First one was good. Ooh, twelve true stories of real life cannibals. Move movie or an article? It's an article. Uh oh. How did this become cannibal hour? Uh, it's suddenly it's a cannibal episode. Here are 12 cannibals in their gruesome stories. Peter Bryan fried his best friend's brains in butter. Described as a nice man with no friends. So are cannibals nice? I mean, they would have to at least come off that way. I Otherwise, mean, yeah, people well, aren't going to get near to convince them. Well, yeah, um, other than the next person on this list. Peter Bryan was first sent to prison in 94 for killing an Indian origin shopkeeper. Nisha Shuff. <laughs> he was later transferred by social workers to an open psychiatric ward in 04 where he assaulted a 16-year-old girl. Ugh. Wait, he was transferred by social workers to an open psychiatric ward. Wow. Why was he in the same ward with a 16-year-old girl? Yeah, no shit. He later walked out and killed his friend Brian Cherry with a hammer and later fried his brains in butter. It was nice, he said. Wait, wait. How did he get in prison in the first place? It didn't say. Oh, Good. for killing the shopkeeper. Oh, what the fuck? How How is a murderer allowed to go into an open ward, let alone one where he could walk out yeah. of? Yeah. After he assaulted a 16-year-old. <sighs> but he fried his buddy's brains in butter. It was nice. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer, number two, tried to create sex slave zombies out of his victims. Also known as the Milwaukee Cannibal. There's the name. Yeah. Now batting clean up. You know him, you love him. Here is the Milwaukee <laughs> Cannibal, Jeffrey Dahmer. 
<laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, Dahmer was said that his inclination to murder and necrophilia began at the age of 14. Ooh. His killing... Oh, first one's a swing and a miss. Boy, he took a hack at that one. Oh, boo. <laughs> His killing spree spanned 13 years where he would drug homosexual boys and young men. He would sometimes eat them and stored body parts in the fridge. Sent to life imprisonment, he was killed by a fellow inmate. Go figure. Should have been. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Uh, Jose Luis Calava. Chunks of flesh in a frying pan. A leg and arm in the refrigerator and bones stuffed in a cereal box. The Mexicans... <laughs> That's not a prize. I won. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the cereal. It was... Uh, <laughs> Bone in yeah, a box. It was Count Dracula, um, Boo Berry, <laughs> Frankenberry, and Bones in a Box. <laughs> I, I thought that was an adult movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the, the guy from Germany, he was, a, he, he was the uh, Christmas one, a dick in a box. <laughs> So the Mexican serial killer has earned himself the title of the cannibal. Man. Oh, original. You are. Well, yeah, but now he is just a cannibal. He is the cannibal. He's not like, you know, the Milwaukee cannibal. He's the cannibal. <laughs> He's uh, global. When an investigation into his girlfriend's disappearance left led to a body in his closet, he is believed to have killed and mutilated two other women. It was the first case of its kind in Mexico. The self-proclaimed writer was working on a book titled "The Cannibal Poet." When, when he was <laughs> on the nose, he when he was found hanging in his prison cell. So he, someone, either he hung himself or somebody did. I yeah, can't he killed I, himself or he got Epstein. I I can't believe he hung himself when he's working on such a novel book. <laughs> I don't know how great would it be if we could read a passage from it. I know we would love to have read "The Cannibal Poet." <laughs> oh, his. Wiener so soft and crispy, <laughs> flaked with each bite of my teeth. <laughs> Whether it be hamstring, quad, or thigh, oh. both are just as appealing to my eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to the German guy eating wieners. Do you think it was like a like a egg roll, like? <laughs> Same kind of consistency. No, he was German. Oh, well, I was thinking consistency of the fried wiener. <laughs> I wasn't. I was. Okay. James <laughs> Douglas. What's your problem? Uh, James Douglas roasted a servant alive and ate him. Oh. This one's from the history books. James was kept under lock and key from childhood at Queensberry House in Edinburgh which is now part of the Scottish, Scottish Parliament. During an instance of disruption at the house, 10-year-old Douglas escaped and slaughtered a servant boy, roasted him alive on a revolving spit, oh. and then ate sections of the slow-cooked body. Ooh. Man. Dude, that, that kid was sick. Yeah, but nothing like a slow-cooked meal. <laughs> just, just fell off the bone. What about a head in a crock pot? <laughs> the way your mind leaps. <laughs> it's something to behold. Thank you. <laughs> We're like, nothing like slow-cooked meat. What about a head in the cook <laughs> No, but I mean, it gets all the juices from the brain. And, and oh, uh, yeah, and the snot, yeah. You put a little uh, 
Tabasco in there or some? Uh, oh, oh, I have yeah, the eyeballs liquid down. Oh, yeah, sauce. they reduced. Oh Oof. man, just think of the uh, jewel you'll get at the end. Oh God, yeah, cornea is a mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> a little tympanic membrane to dash it off. Um, <laughs> all right, our next one here is terror, terror, terror. <laughs> <laughs> Tara Reed? Tara Reed. A flesh. Uh, Tara Rare. Tara Rare? Tarzan? T A R R A R E. Tara Disowned by his parents because he ate everything in the house, including the pets. <laughs> uh, started in his 20s as an opening act for a charlatan eating corks and stones. His unusual ability attracted the attention of the government who took him in to conduct experiments. He was known to eat cats, snakes, lizards, and puppies, and at the hospital during treatment to cure his appetite, he would sneak out to drink the blood of other patients and ransacked corpses in the morgue. So, so just what he had late night fridge raids. Oh. <laughs> We've all done it. Why are you in the icebox again? Let go of Steve's leg. Everything's getting warm and you're wasting electricity. <laughs> Just break the piece off and shut the door. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, dude, they caught his ass eating bodies from the morgue. Whew. What the Desperate fuck? Times. Fuck. That's insane. The Tarararar was brutal. Yeah, he was. Leonardo Chiang Yuli. Yes. Um, Nailed it. Turn the remains of victims into soap and food. Now, there's an ingenious idea. Could yeah, you make, quite the industrious cannibal. You make soap from whale blubber. Why not from human blubber? <laughs> Did he stake outside the Weight Watcher building? <laughs> <laughs> well, you figure every month he had a different bar to sell. You know, this month was Fred, next month's Jerry. <laughs> Why do all your soaps have human names? Yeah, you know, I mean... What a nice he remembered him that way. You get a yeah. collections of uh, Leonardo's soap. <laughs> when her oldest son, Giuseppe, was asked to enlist in the Italian army, she decided that the only way to keep him safe was to conduct human sacrifice. Oh, this was a woman. Oh. Yeah. She planned the murder of three women, used their bodies, used the bodies of her victims to make soap, and their blood to make crunchy tea cakes, and is known as the soap maker of Correggio. That's actually kind of a badass name. The soap maker of Correggio. Because everybody's going to be like, oh, big deal, she made soap. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, and, and, Out of human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's uh, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Yeah, except she's making Italian soap. Italian Sweeney Todd. Yeah. So uh, it's Tootsie Fruzzy. Yeah. <laughs> It just smells so nice in here today. What's you, you all want the blood to cake. <laughs> I love your mix of lavender and Harry. 
<laughs> Lavender and Harry. <laughs> no, she killed women, so it'd be Lavender and Harry. Oh, Lavender and Harriet. Isn't it kind of amazing though? Most of them don't cross genders. Yeah, you're right. This kind of, cannibalism kind of seems to be a homosexual market. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, they're not yeah. killing. Yeah, guys aren't killing guys, and women aren't. I mean, guys aren't killing women. Women yeah. aren't killing guys. That is a little yeah. odd. Yeah, that'll that'll have to be a topic for another episode where we do a full we, breakdown. We need a uh, we need a, a psychoanalyst <laughs> and analysis. Exactly, and, uh, and uh, intelligent person. <laughs> none, none were found. I, I still have willing five. to work with us. <laughs> I still have. That's five. why they were intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> I still have five cannibals to go here. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title: I still have five cannibals to go here. <laughs> I had no anticipation of the night going this way, but it's amazing. But this is how it should have gone. All right. Jarno. <laughs> Quarantine with cannibals Carno. on that. Yeah, you thought so. <laughs> Bored at home? We got something to do. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your butcher knife and the neighbor you don't like. Or the child. <laughs> <laughs> Got a vagrant problem? How <laughs> to saute them in 10 easy steps. <laughs> Might not work. <sighs> it's picking up when you record. Okay, when you're doing that. All right, number seven is Jarno Elg. Jarno, J A R N O Elg, E L G. Took various parts and used them in satanic rituals. As a child. Elg killed a dog by duct taping it and beating it with a metal pipe. So it's not too alarming that in 1998, and a lot of these are fucking recent, dude. Well, yeah, I'd imagine with the technology advances, it's gotten a lot easier to catch them when you got like part of Ted stuck in your molars. (laughs) Well, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Um, In 1998, he strangled a man to death, dissected his body, wrapped his head in duct tape. He liked his duct tape. Very, very resourceful. Wait, wait. He wrapped his head in duct tape and ate him with three accomplices. Oh, damn. So he just left his head on and wrapped it? Yeah, but he ate, him with, he ate him with three other people. This poor prick was a buffet. They said, hey, how you how you doing down there for your first body? He goes, I'm having a ball. And the other guy said, you're eating too fast. <laughs> Welcome to America Corral. <laughs> <laughs> Cannibal Corral. Cannibal <laughs> uh, Body parts were then used in satanic ritual that included torturing the victim while listening to the Canian Chronicle album by Norwegian black metal band Ancient. I don't know. We're going to have to look up some Ancient. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, we got a song for the episode. Uh, number eight, I think we discussed last Halloween, Mr. Ed Gain. Yep. Gain made a human body suit out of skin so that he could become his mother. <laughs> wow. Ed Gain's impact as a serial killer has inspired classic cultural icons of murder and cannibalism, including Buffalo Bob and Silence of the Lamb and Norman Bates and Psycho. <laughs> By his rabid interest in cannibalism, it is alleged that he is also guilty of eating human parts, although he is a convicted grave robber and would dig up bodies to make trinkets out of the skin and bones of the dead. 
Ugh. Wow. He had a lot of free time. Yeah, he was he was in arts and well, crafts. Well, you know what he, I was going to say? He was another one who was industrialist with the human body. <laughs> Absolutely. He made neck. He made a whole fucking body suit out of body. Yeah, he made a necktie out of a neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alfred Packer, the Colorado cannibal. Oh, so we got Wisconsin and Mil- the Colorado. Milwaukee cannibal and now Milwaukee, Colorado. whatever. Yeah. But there is a bunch only, of cow tippers. The, the, the Colorado cannibal killed and ate five of his friends. Oof. Wait, 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 wait. This one might not be. He might have had no choice. In the winter. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the winter of 1873 to 1874, he was trapped in Colorado mountains along with five friends of his. Packer survived by eating their the four. Packer survived by eating their four. I'm assuming there's a typo. He also eluded the authorities for nine years until he was caught and convicted. Forty years for manslaughter. When he was paroled in 1901, he was um, allegedly a vegetarian. (laughs) Wait a minute. I mean, he was trapped. They were lost and stuck in the winter. Look at the screen real quick. I can't. Lost. (laughs) Trapped. (laughs) The Colorado Mountains during the winter. Whatever. <laughs> it was actually like Nevada in the summer, and they just lied. <laughs> <laughs> was, yeah, July in Florida. Um, <laughs> Armin Mueth. Mueth. I think that's the guy I did. It sure is. Yeah. Armin Mueth was caught when he placed an ad on the internet looking for a new... Uh, he was caught looking for a new victim. Oh, so maybe we'll get more details oh, wait. on he's, Armand. He's got a nickname. Wait, did you have a nickname for him? Yeah. It was Der Metzengeiser. Der yeah. Well, this one said, the, the article, it doesn't say his nickname. Oh, yeah, it does. It says the Rottenberg Cannibal, as he is known, oh. made news when it was reported that he had killed and eaten a man who volunteered. The two <laughs> met on the internet and Muse first cut off the victim's peenie. Which then they tried to that which one which they tried to eat together. The murder was conducted in a specific specially prepared slaughter room, which he filmed and ate from the body for ten months. Oh, he was caught before he could claim his next victim. Oh, ten months he ate that dude. <laughs> well, All right, man. Here's the name. Here's number eleven, and so far my favorite name on this list: Otis <laughs> Otis Tool. <laughs> Cooked and ate humans with his homemade barbecue sauce. Hey, Otis! <laughs> his own homemade barbecue sauce he ate people with. <laughs> Tool was an this Amer- one, folks. <laughs> Tool was an American serial killer, cannibal, and arsonist who worked alongside serial killer Henry Lee Lucas. Damn! Wow. How do you run into another serial killer? Say, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> They're trying to kill the same guy. Oh, look, Henry! Why, <laughs> <laughs> no, I lost you. You just went all digital and alien. <laughs> I, I sent it to my true form. Oh, what happened? <laughs> I, I said they, they're stalking the same guy. They're like, hey, are you here to kill this guy? No, I'm here to eat him. <laughs> and, the, and the murderer is just like, all right, you can have him. Oh, my God. Next one's mine. All right, so, wait, this story is even better now. 
<laughs> oh, I'm sure that's what the victim thought. So Otis Toole was an American serial killer, cannibal, and arsonist. He worked alongside serial killer Henry Lee Lucas. The two met in a soup kitchen in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and began a sexual relationship. Oh. Which also meant they accompanied each other on murders. Oh, my God. Oh. But it was only Toole who confessed to cannibalism and went into great detail about the acts. Um, yuck. <laughs> yuck. <sighs> okay, I guess this is number 12, the last one on this 12 list of cannibals you should know. <laughs> so, our cannibal 12-step program. Tsutomu Miyazaki. Tsutomu Miyazaki. Hi. Tutomo was born with deformed hands and was ostracized in school. And <laughs> from, your, your accent is something else. <laughs> uh, from uh, 1988 to uh, 1989, he uh, killed a four girl. Between oh, the, so it was a guy killing girls finally. Yeah, uh, yes. See. <laughs> hey. Domo arigato. I know how to speak Japanese. See. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're a couple of morons. See, <laughs> oh, where was I? Okay, so uh, he killed uh, a girl between the ages of four and seven. Oh. He, oh, he confessed to, to having sex with the corpses, eating their flesh and drinking their blood. Eating, I'm sorry. Jesus. E eating their flesh and, and drinking <laughs> their bl blood. <laughs> <laughs> I think given the age of the victims, it's time to drop the accent. <laughs> a polite employee by day, he was a psychopathic killer at night. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, he would send letters to the families of the victims recounting the murders in vivid detail. Oh, what a dick. Wow. That well, guy's that, an asshole. Yeah, fucking lobster claw hand had to be a prick about it. Oh, excuse me. That's what he said. Yeah, I got a picture of Armin Muse. Yeah, there was a picture in the article, too. Yeah. He just looked like a typical dickhead. Yeah, uh, who is this? He's also known as Pang. Is the name of the man who... Well, that was all on the Japanese douchebag? Yeah, it's all it had. How about uh, Isui uh, Asagawa? Do you know who uh, Isui Asagawa is? Isui Asagawa also known as Pang. Is a, a Japanese man. How do you get Pang from that? Know. He is a Japanese man who, while living in Paris in 1981, killed and cannibalized a, a Dutch woman. He was. Okay, so it's the second cannibal crossing genders. He was, yeah, he was uh, released after 
True years oh my God. of pretrial detention upon being found legally insane. He was released? He was released after oh, true years. Christ. <laughs> You're hitting the accent so fucking hard. <laughs> You're not even dancing around it. You were just hammering it. Oh, shit. I couldn't help it. Oh, God. I mean, I'm going. There's Kevin Ray Underwood, Robert Mulder. Um,. Yeah, there's a ton of fucking... I didn't know that there were this many cannibals in the world. Well, I just imagine the ones that got away with it. What was it like? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Oh, my God. The cannibal restaurant with human heads. Wait. February 2014, 11 people were arrested after the discovery of two human heads wrapped in cellophane at a restaurant... In Nigeria, human flesh was apparently being offered on the menu for a high price and considered a luxury treat to visitors at the establishment. The restaurant hotel based in Anambra in southern Nigeria was swiftly shut down and as well as the arrest, guns and mobile phones were confiscated for analysts by authorities. Wow. Wow. Eleven people. Yeah. Doesn't say any about how many victims, though. No, no. But apparently, I mean, that's going on for a while. That if, was 2014. Uh, if it, well, I mean, it's probably it had to have been going on for a while if the restaurant became known for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Jesus. Two brothers in Pakistan were arrested April 2014 after a boy's human head was found in one of their homes. The pair, Muhammad, Muhammad Arif Ali and Muhammad. Farman Ali, their brothers now, mind you, whose parents couldn't give them two fucking different first names, already convicted cannibals were released. Oh, they were already convicted cannibals released from jail in 2013. Local police were alerted to the brothers' behavior following reports from neighbors of bad smells. The The police now claim the men removed and consumed more than 100 bodies from nearby graveyard. Ugh. That's disgusting. Oh, fuck. Oh, well, here's what I was wondering about. The Calif- oh, good. A California man slow-cooked his wife at a restaurant. <laughs> you were wondering about that specifically? Yeah, slow-cooking. You know, in a crock pot. Oh, slow-cooking, okay. Uh, David Vanes. His name is David Vanes. Vanes? Vanes, V-I-E-N-S. Oh, boy. Claimed that he killed his wife, Dawn Veins. Dawn Veins and David Veins. Accidentally. He accidentally killed her in 09. After tying her up to protect her from drinking, from drunk, drink driving. Drink driving? It literally says to protect her <laughs> from drink driving. tie you up from doing drink, drink reading? <laughs> it says drink driving. It says, I'm, you're going to get a screenshot. It says, <laughs> I'm going to Photoshop it. Yeah, I figured. He found her four hours later dead from her injuries. Whoa, there's a whole chunk of the story missing. Yeah, no shit. He, <laughs> How tight did he tie her? After tying her up to protect her from drink driving, 
he found her four hours later dead from her injuries after being bound and gagged. To forget where he put her? Yeah, I know. He, oh, why did she have to stay tied up for four he, hours? He, he, he leashed her to the bumper. And forgot to, <laughs> <laughs> forgot to let her back in. Vacation. Yeah. Poor little guy probably kept up for the first mile or so. <laughs> I'll go back and scrape the carcass off the road. <laughs> Here's the leash. Dawn's body was never found, but David, who was a qualified chef, reportedly <laughs> said soon after his arrest, I cooked her four days. I, I let her cool. I strained it out. I, I cooked Ooh. her four days. I let her cool. I strained it out. He claimed he then dumped the remains in the bin, aside from her skull, which was too big to dispose of, which he hid. Which his, big head. He hid his the skull at his mother's house. <laughs> hey, mom, you mind if I come over and drop off a couple of boxes? <laughs> ah, sure, don't worry about it. What's in them? Nothing. Just don't look through them. Yeah. <laughs> This looks like your wife. Oh, yeah, here's so, more. Wait, so he melted her down and drank it? Ate it? Yeah, he, he slow cooked her. He basically, That's disgusting, because there's going to be poop in there. Yeah, he pretty, ate poop soup. Man, you are really analyzing this. <laughs> I am. You're the one who kept on talking about how the two people ate the guy's dick. <laughs> but I'm analyzing because he melted her down into a slurry. I was buying time to find that song I wanted to play in the background. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. The model who killed and cut up his alleged lover on video. <laughs> Canadian model and porn star Luca Magnata caught headlines in 07 after he was arrested of murder in June, uh, of June Lin. His alleged gay lover. A graphic video posted online showing a man of Asian descent being stabbed repeatedly before he was dismembered caught the eye of authorities. But not before various body parts found to have belonged to Lynn were sent to political parties and schools across Canada. I did hear this story. Yeah. Uh, Magnata was eventually arrested and convicted for his crimes. He allegedly showed signs of cannibalism and necrophilia in his notorious video. Ugh. Well, here's the thing. What, what, if, neither of us hopefully have the answer. <laughs> Please, I, what, do, I, I hope I do. <laughs> but I mean, there's a, there seems to be a trend of stabbing to death with these people. I mean, what's your, what's your primary goal here to eat the person or violently murder them or both? Well, I figure the stabbing to death is, Partly because they're going to cut him up anyway to serve him his dinner. Well, yeah, but I mean, and if, if your whole if your whole purpose is just to eat the person, why do you got to make it such a miserable outro for him? Well, it's easier to stab somebody and then just pull out the blade than it is to clean out the buckshot. <laughs> I just mean you're just—it's the miserable no, way to it, go. It is. I mean, the, well, first off, okay, you have to. Well, they do, they do say though sometimes so that stabbings them. are sexual. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, because there's that, that the penetration thing. Yes. <laughs> no, C. <laughs> C. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Come back to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's a bizarre. I mean, it makes sense. They're handy with a knife. That's what they're going to use. But I mean, it's a brutal way to kill somebody. Yeah, I mean. First off, you're eating. I didn't see. I to me, that's just like 
they're being eaten anyway, so. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just wondering if they I'm intended assuming... to be so violent or like you're saying that they're going to get cut up anyway. Just use what's handy. I'm assuming they bludgeoned him with a rolling pin, then stabbed him. It's <laughs> <laughs> like an old sassy cartoon lady in an apron with yeah, a rolling pin. Or he chased him down with a potato masher and it wasn't strong enough, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was a whole culinary supply cart. I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's a whole Bed Bath & Beyond of kitchenware scattered across the front yard that didn't get the job done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, the turkey baster didn't kill him. Say, yeah, he hit him with the rubber head. There's, <laughs> there's tongues laying everywhere, both kinds. Spatulas. Uh, <laughs> <Bachelors. laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how many times you have to hit a man with a spatula before he dies? I was thinking they got him. He laid him down, held him down by his head, and kept running a pizza slicer over his throat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, people are going to steal from us for their crap. Oh, I know. Have any budget? Maybe do it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, great. We're going to get a really disgusting gift package in brown paper one oh, day. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> I don't know if I, I have to get some rub then. <laughs> to get some good mesquite rub. <laughs> like barbecued ribs. <laughs> and nutmeg. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Do you want me to continue with this article? I have another. I have a. I have a, another. A Japanese uh, uh, sort of man. See, <laughs> uh, the Jap the Japanese man who had his uh, genitals cut off and then served them to diners. Whoa! So his own cut off, yeah, and cut then off it was served. Wee wee. Yes. See. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's something to be said about how much we've laughed during all of this. <laughs> I think yeah, there's a stability and balance here. Something's definitely not right. <laughs> yeah, and it's not just the cannibal. I know. Uh, it's the us two dipshits <laughs> laughing our asses off. <laughs> well, let's be honest. We're not making fun of cannibalism. We're making fun of the people that did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mocking them because yeah, some no. of them are fucked up. Yes. Okay, so Amayo uh, Asugi Ayama, uh, 22, uh, voluntarily had a uh, soldierly to remove his agenda in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> you got He's on the accent. It's so racist, but it's so funny at the same time. It's Awful! <laughs> you hit certain letters. I it's gone. It's over. <laughs> okay, so this creep had surgery done on himself. So what? For wasn't a uh, in-house butchering. His uh, his rusticles in twenty twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so he lost his wontons. <laughs> See? 
<laughs> you just replaced yes with C. So we just went in a circle. But now we're multilingual with our stupidity. <laughs> we got away from yes. What did you replace it with? Yes in another language. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> we are the stupidest show on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <sighs> oh, God. Uh, the Japanese chef. Okay, so. Mayo uh, uh, Sugayama. The <laughs> Japanese chef then took his frozen OPP to and scrotum. <laughs> Home him from the hospital and took to Twitter to offer to cook them up and serve them for 800 lira. Oh my god. Well, price gouging. <laughs> yeah, right? You, you, oh. Japanese, you know, it wasn't a large portion. He ended up serving his genitals along with mushrooms and parsley to six diners at a specially organized dinner party which had a further... 70 guests who dined on either crocodile or beef instead. Oh, there's wow. a goddamn image. Oh, God. Pee-pee dong soup? I think, I think he's the one in the chef gear, obviously. <laughs> well, I figured it wasn't the woman with the microphone. <laughs> True. Well, see, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing, I'm thinking that woman has a wig on. Oh. So I'm assuming he decided he didn't want to be man anymore. Cut health his own genitalia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the man who devoured a homeless man's face. Oh, uh, this was all over headlines. And was remember, that the this is from salts? Florida. Yeah, uh, apparently out of nowhere, lashed out at a homeless man and started trying to eat his face. Yep. Rudy Du Eugene, a divorced former high school football player, had stripped naked and assaulted a 65-year-old homeless man, devouring much of his face, devouring much of his face, including his left eye. Ugh. The whole 18-minute episode was filmed, and Eugene only ended his rampage when he was fatally shot by police. Wait, wait, wait! No traces of drugs other than marijuana were found in his system, and the police have struggled to identify the reason behind the random attack. I thought they figured out it was less a different one. I thought they figured assaults. out it wasn't fat salts. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Or was that just an excuse they gave to shut us up? Oh, because he bum, was bum. really a zombie. <laughs> no kidding. He was a uh, eighteen minutes though. That's a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a long time to get your fucking face gnawed off. He had to be hungry too. Oh God. <laughs> Hit the guy's eyeball for Christ's sakes! Yeah, Dude, that's can you the imagine what that popped like on his molars? Ugh. No. <laughs> you were looking for a C. I just gave you a no. <laughs> you were supposed to go back to German and say nein. <laughs> After a turbulent six-year relationship, Catherine Knight broke into her own boyfriend John Price's house. And after having sex with him, stabbed him 37 times. That sounds level-headed. Several hours later, she hung up his body, hacked off pieces of flesh, cooked them, and served them with cabbage, baked potato, and pumpkin. 
<laughs> Thanksgiving. Oh my God! She laid. Who'd she serve them to? She laid the table for his two children before they came home from school with no. plates containing their father's body. That that is the most fucked up thing yet. Wow. Luckily, the police arrived, alerted by worried neighbors, before the children returned. Night committed. Yeah, the neighbors were tipped off by ah, for twenty-five minutes. <laughs> um, uh, she's serving life in prison in Australia. Oh, do you want to see a picture of this couple? Crikey! Do oh I? man, look at that nut job. Oh, it just kind of, it just came in focus. <laughs> Holy Christ. Holy shit. My favorite part's the Looney Tunes skirt she's wearing. Yeah, I told I told Cannibal. I did, I did. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Fucking tried to serve it to her kids. Yeah, that, kids. That bitch had a vendetta. Yeah. Two Russian brothers known as Leah. Hold on a second. Go back okay, to the beginning of it. Oh, wait. It was her ex-boyfriend? After a turbulent six-year relationship, Catherine Knight broke into her on-off boyfriend. Okay. So, uh, just the way it said after a six-year, I assume they were broken up at that point. Apparently, I just went back and forth. He banged her when he was horny. I'm assuming. Jesus. Two brothers who ate their older brother. Two, <laughs> Two brothers. Sounds like the Rick and Morty thing. <laughs> Two brothers. <laughs> Two Russian brothers, known only as Tumor and Marat, pleaded <clears throat> guilty to murdering and eating their older brother in 2009. Police grew concerned over the missing brother's whereabouts and soon found his remains buried in one of the gardens belonging to Tumur and Marat. It had been completely stripped of meat. Oh. They ate... What was wrong with their brother? He was too juicy. Apparently, he was the... Uh, yeah. Timur and Marat, weren't those the characters of the Lion King? The pair admitted to chopping up his body and freezing it, eating it over a period of six months. They claimed to have eaten him to hide the evidence. Wow. <laughs> I, sure, because that's the most logical way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, here's a uh, um, mugshot photos where he looks like Brandon. <laughs> Holy shit, he kind of does. <laughs> oh, you got to Photoshop a nose piercing on that. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that that's uh, cannibalism, folks. It's sickening. It's real. and Yeah, I mean, there, there are some serious wires crossed in those people. I mean, there is a cannibal tribe still uh, remaining in Australia, apparently. Yeah, I, I've heard rumors of cannibal tribes still existing. They always send in a reporter and they never hear back from them. You know, I mean, and you look at like, uh, um, what was the, what's the, uh, the, the, oh, fuck, the, 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 uh, the sports team that crashed in the, Oh, yeah, 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 the rugby team. Uh, is it Alive? The movie's Alive, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what happened with them after that? Because they were eventually uh, the, the found. survivors? Yeah, they were eventually found. Yeah, what happened to the survivors, you mean? Yeah. 
Uh, I any luck they're institutionalized. Could you imagine just? I mean, not like they've killed the people, but I wouldn't necessarily feel comfortable being around a person that's been like, yeah, I ate six well, people. I mean, that's just it. I mean, you had to do what you had to do to survive. I'm not disagreeing with. Yeah. But how do you live with that? Exactly. Or how do you live near somebody that did that? Yeah, unless you turn to do it full time. <laughs> <laughs> it started out as a hobby. I mean, it started out as necessity. It started now out as survival. Hobby. Now it's, yeah. Now it's a, a weekend chore. Um, <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> um, you know, then you have like the Donner Party too. Oh, yeah. You know what the Donner Party is, right? Yeah. Uruguayan Air Force Flight 571. Yes. See. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 29 fatalities, 16 survivors. That's still pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had 29 people to eat, so good for them. <laughs> yeah. Are you looking for what happened to them today or what they're doing? I am. Like if any of them killed themselves or something. Okay. They survived, but we want to know if they killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Family members of the victims of the flight flown at the Vivint Foundation to preserve the legacy of the flight, memory of the victims, and support organ donation. <laughs> Oh, well, there are quite a few people that donated organs on that flight. They just didn't know it. Well, I mean, if you're able to make fire and eat, like, a human liver. Sure. You know, I mean, maybe you could find some wild onion growing on the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 70 days. Wow. Jesus Christ. Yep. 70 days stranded on a mountain. What mountain was it? Oh, shit. Sorry. Kilimanjaro? Andes Mountains. Yeah, it was the Andes. Edamanjaro? 22 below zero. (laughs) They were on Edamanjaro? They didn't have to Kilimanjaro. They were already dead. (laughs) 22 below zero. Yeah. That's insane. And 16 of them, I mean... I know more survived the crash. Which, yeah, but only yeah, not all of them walked out. Um, which give it's a testament first off to the pilot that that many survived. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what I mean. Sure. How many plane crashes do you know of where people actually survived? Then survived another seventy days. Well, I mean, after the crash, you can't really give the pilot too much credit. No, they ate him. <laughs> like, you asshole. I mean, that's just, that's insane. Well, now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm glad it wasn't me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, <laughs> I'd have been around that point where. People just start looking at me crooked, and I'm killing them before they get a chance to eat me. (laughs) I I see you, Maurice. Don't come near me. (laughs) Maurice is a dick. Um, Because there's a lot of Maurice's down in Uruguay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, now imagine that you're stranded on a boat at sea, 
No substantial food or water for days, living off collected rain and already having lustily consumed the leather brim of your own hat. Oh, it sounds like a day on Carnival Cruise Line. (laughs) (laughs) This episode brought to you by... (laughs) Cannibal Cruise Line? (laughs) It is now. Uh, You realize that certain point, there's a huge chunk of protein-packed meat right next to you. Suddenly, you can't shake the idea that your fellow starving passengers, hey, some might be dead already, might not make the most appetizing meal, but would absolutely be the key to your survival, and your and you thought ignoring the cake was hard. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking analogy! Oh my god! But I, what is it? A protein-packed hunk of meat? Next yeah, to yeah. You? And its name is Fred. <laughs> and he's delicious. Your dinner has a name. <laughs> that, yeah. I, uh, Who wrote that? I don't know. I'm reading some article. <laughs> the true? Trent, ten true, can, ten true stories. Ten true stories. Uh, oh Jesus! So, so, in a cannibalism. It's so terrible. So I talked about the Donner Party in 1846. Expedition of pioneers that got stuck in the mountains and resorted to eating the corpses of those who corpses of those who died. Uh, no yeah. mention of survival cannibalism would be complete without digging into the story of the Donner Party. No pun intended. The Donner oh, Party. Dig in. <laughs> the, oh, what a bad writer. <laughs> the Donner Party wasn't going swimmingly. <laughs> God. Uh, before being holed up in the mountains, they took a really crummy route to get west, where they literally had to break ground for the wagon trail as they went at one point and were caught in, the, in a desert for 80 miles before even getting to the point of no return in, California, in the California-Nevada mountains. So... Whoever led this party was a blithering idiot. <laughs> Hopefully they ate the navigator first. <laughs> they were in a desert for 80 miles prior to getting lost in the California, Nevada mountains. The Jews are going 80 miles? Ha! <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, they ate the pack of animals first and then oh. their dogs. After that, they desperately made a gluey soup made from boiled animal bone and hide. Oh, God. By Christmas, the pioneers were eating those who had died, and there were several accusations among the group that people were being killed or at least being neglected, so flesh would um, be at hand. I'm I'm keeping my glue soup so Joanne bites it. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, the rugby players in the Andes. We just talked about these guys. Um, seventy-two days of being stranded in minus thirty degree Fahrenheit weather. Uh, frozen. Uh, who died? Frozen bodies. Then remember, include a deadly avalanche that killed eight. So yeah. So it was twenty-four of them survived. Eight of them were then killed in an avalanche. Jeez. So, plane crash, avalanche, cannibalism. Yeah. Whoa. That's... 45 people were on the plane and there were only a few supplies to be divided. 
wine and chocolate. This was a tight-knit bunch, and the dead bodies were close friends and even family members. The group spent a terrible two months in frozen mounds before a group made a desperate 10-day trek and came upon a Chilean herder who eventually led the rescue party to them. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's amazing as many made it. Yeah, no shit. Because uh, that just sounds like a group of people destined to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jamestown. The U.S. elementary school view of pilgrims wasn't quite accurate. Oh, we've had this conversation, folks, if you like our, our uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving episode. episode. Our early American settlers basically had no clue what they were getting into the moment they stepped on the boat to cross the Atlantic. Years after their arrival were not pleasant, ideal for farm, of, idol of farming and housekeeping. Archaeologists and historians have long known about the starving time that occurred during the winter of 1609 to 1610, as colonists recorded eating cats, rats, leather boots, and yes, even the flesh of corpses. But until recently, there were leather no, boots. Yeah, yeah. I know what the what is it with eating leather? There was Weirdos. no physical evidence that cannibalism had really taken place. 2013, archaeologists came upon a deposit of bones and found human skeletal remains mixed in with those of other animals. After analyzing part of the skull, they were able to determine that the female, around 14 years old, had some telltale marks that indicated someone was butchering the body for flesh or access to the brain for consumption. The Smithsonian forensic anthropologist who analyzed the finding doesn't suspect foul play in the case, although it does appear that more than one person took part in the butchering due to different markings on various parts of the body. Whatever the case, this was almost certainly due to desperation of the time. Uh, and this is the uh, Jamestown. Yeah. Uh, cannibalized bodies waiting to be discovered in the Jamestown debris. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, different times. <laughs> uh, Don't judge. Different times. Yeah. Then there's... Colonial uh, cal- con- uh, cannibalism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to do when I go down to uh, what's it called? What's the place in Virginia? Um, Fredericksburg? No, the other, the 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 the, the colonial place. Uh, oh fuck! I can't think of it either. No. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Richard Parker. While so far our other cases of cannibalism are all born out of necessity, they don't have strong evidence that a murder preceded the flesh consumption. But in 1884, this story of the the filet mignonette, a ship sailing from England to Australia, leaves no doubt death did not come naturally to the victim. About two months into the trip, the mignette sank and four crew members, including a 17-year-old named Richard Parker, who managed to grab a couple tins of turnips, were able to get into a 13-foot lifeboat. Nineteen days later, things weren't looking so hot, and Thomas Dudley, the captain, suggested that Parker, with no wife or family, and much sicker than the others, could be quickly dispatched for the survival of the rest. It was agreed. Dudley stabbed Parker in the neck with a penknife, and then ate his flesh and drank his blood. They they were found the 24th day, and eventually Dudley and one of the crew were charged with murder and cannibalism. They were found guilty, but public sentiment in England led to the hasty pardoning by the Home Secretary, and they were released from prison within six months. The tale of Richard Parker has a couple of literary connections as well. 
years before. I did. I do know this story. This is an Edgar Allan Poe book. This is a fucking insane right here. Years before the Mignette set sail, Edgar Allan Poe wrote in in, in Edgar Allan Poe wrote in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An 1838 short story where a character by the name of Richard Parker is eaten by fellow stranded sailors after hunger sets in. Wow. How insane is that? He wrote that what, uh, 50 years. Before. Is it 50 years? Yeah. He wrote in 1834. The sinking happened in 18... He wrote it 1838. The sinking happened in 1884. Wow. Same name. Same name. Uh, That's creepy. Yeah. Uh, In 2001, the novel Life of Pi borrows borrows the name Richard Parker as well for a tiger stranded on a lifeboat with the main character. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I need it because the tiger needed him. (laughs) Exactly. How realistic. Uh, Alfred Packer. I love the I love cannibalism articles. They're fucking insane. Oh, I'm picking up on that. The search for riches has traditionally led many astray, but according to some accounts, it made Alfred Packer of Colorado resort to cannibalism. Here's what we know: February 1874, Alfred, also confusingly called Alfred, so it's Alfred. <laughs> it's, it's Alfred. Alfred confusingly Alfred. called. <laughs> it's not like his name was Alfred and then he was confusingly called Charles. <laughs> it's the same name, just pronounced no, differently. No, 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 no. It's spelled differently. It's Alfred. A- oh, F E R F R E. Oh, big deal. Yeah, something. Yeah, or Alfred. Yeah, I mean, that, what a what an alias. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred. He's just dyslexic. dyslexic. (laughs) (laughs) That explains the cannibalism. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Alfred Fred left a camp in Colorado. Is it? This might be the Colorado cannibal. Uh, uh. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) That's what the cannibal used to say. I just ate somebody. Um, (laughs) He left a camp in Colorado with a group of five prospectors bent on finding gold in the Breckenridge Mountains. Instead, they found Ooh, Now there's a brewery. Yeah, there's a brewery, yeah. In April, Packer alone staggered into another camp and claimed a storm had hit. All the others had wandered off in search of food, never to be seen again. He said the story a seemed... hunger storm. The story seemed fishy. Finally, Packer admitted that after one of the men had died, they had eaten him. Three other men died from exposure, and Packer claimed to have killed one in self-defense. Packer was jailed on a murder charge. More details emerged that the campsite was found in August of that year and appeared all the bodies had not died of exposure, but a brutal murder. Before he could be questioned further, Packer broke out of jail and lived on the lam for nine years before being caught. His story changed this time. He claimed one of the men had killed all the others for meat, but Packer still maintained the one murder he committed was in self-defense. He admitted that he lived on the meat of the others for two months stuck in the mountains. Old time ass jerky. Yeah. That's that's so yeah, we discussed him earlier. It was one of yeah. the The Franklin Expedition. Do you know about the Franklin Expedition? No, I know about the Franklin Institute. Okay. <laughs> uh when Sir John Franklin and hundred and thirty four other men set off to map the Northwest Passage from Europe oh, to Asia in eighteen forty five. 
They had a five-year supply of food with them. How do you how do you plan a five-year supply of food? I mean, you basically are down to the minute detail of what you're eating daily. Per I would imagine so. Yeah, it's calculated what you have to eat. Now, 1845. How do you keep five years of food fresh? Salt. You're gonna salt an onion. <laughs> Why not? Okay. <laughs> Where were they going? Uh, the, the, it was a Northwest Passage, so they were going from Europe to Asia. Well, I'm sure there's cold spots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you? Ask? I'm not a frontiersman. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, they had five. Okay, years. fine. Yeah, Carefully. <laughs> <laughs> when the remains of the Franklin expedition were found in 1850, so four five years later. Searchers wow. discovered 30 bodies that showed signs of cannibalistic feeding. How many? 30. Oh. 30 bodies that showed signs of cannibalistic feeding. It was 134 okay. men. Smorgasbord. Yeah. To some extent, we'll never really know. The Franklin Expedition was well known in London, so its disappearance did result in three search parties. Wow. The only success came from one in 1854 who met some native Inuits who claimed that they came across about 40 white men in the winter of 1850, dragging sleds and meager supplies. They bought some seal meat from the Inuits. <clears throat> they bought some seal meat from the Inuits. Later that year, the Inuits came upon about 30 dead bodies and reported to one of the search units that from the mutilated state of many of the bodies and contents of the kettles, it is evidence that our wretched countrymen had been driven to the last dread alternative, cannibalism, as a means of prolonging existence. The charges shocked Victorian Britain, but in 1859, another search party finally found the bodies. In the last 20 years, there has been speculation that starvation and scurvy might not be solely the blame for the deaths of the men. Some evidence of lead poisoning from those tins of food has also been found. Wow. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Well, they say lead poisoning can make you go crazy, too, before you oh, die yeah. of it. Here's one that... The Siege of Leningrad. Oh. Nearly th- I, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, nearly three-year bombardment by Nazi Germany forces against the city, what is now St. Petersburg. The Russian population didn't just face a daily barrage of bombing events. A million people died in the siege. For comparison's sake, the estimated 135,000 people perished in the bombing of Hiroshima. A million people died in the siege of Leningrad. The 900-day blockade forced the population to starve to death without any means of replenishing the food supply. Fucking Christ. The long-time Soviet authorities denied reports of cannibalism during the blockade, but findings in the last 20 years have been clear. Cannibalism wasn't just a rumor but a very scary fact of life for those under siege. Consider that the people of Leningrad each had a daily ration of bread about the weight of a bar of soap and used whatever they could do to fill their diet. Glue, petroleum, jelly, boiled leather, briefcases, or fur coats. Now evidence in the form of diaries and other artifacts shows that gangs of starving citizens bent on any flesh they could get were such a threat to the population that the city had a whole unit to fight cannibalism. Cannibal squad. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, 
260 were arrested and jailed for eating human flesh, and parents kept children home after dark to prevent them from being kidnapped for meat. Oof. Jesus Christ. Stranger danger. Yeah. Oh, man. The U.S. First Lieutenant Adolphus Greeley and 25 Ooh, men set the dangerous first name. Adolphus uh, set sail for Newfoundland in 1881 to mount an expedition in the far north. They weren't just going to thrill of it for the thrill of an adventure in the Arctic. They were charged with collecting a mass of scientific data that would help understand a little-known region. Of course, they also wanted to beat the British group by going farther north than had ever been recorded. Is this the TV show on AMC? Uh, what's the one where they get stuck in the ice? I, I don't know. The horror? I forget. Well, the, the data. Freezer. The what? The freezer. <laughs> the data collection went swimmingly. This guy likes that word. But when promised yeah. relief, when a promised relief boat failed to show at the camp, they set up in 1882. And 1883 as well, things got a little tense. Greeley ordered the men to take their make their way to open sea where they could make tracks for supply catches and Cape Sabine. It didn't work, and instead the men ended up in an even more desolate part of Canada, which was colder and less hospitable than the first. Naturally, frostbite madness set in, and our story won't be complete without the requisite cannibalism that shocked the public when the seven starred and dying survivors told their story after they were eventually found in 1884. Ugh. God, all these stories, could you just imagine the one poor bastard that holds out and holds out and holds out not to become a cannibal, then eats somebody, and then the next fucking day they get rescued. <laughs> <laughs> he just is like, luck, am I right? They get rescued while he's sitting there eating a femur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the enthusiasm music comes on. Oh, God. All right, we all know the tale of Moby Dick. The story is actually somewhat similar to that of the whaling ship Essex, which sailed the Pacific in 1820. Moby Dick nature showed man in what was to be trifled. Man was not to be trifled with in a form of great whale. Blah, 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 blah. During the course of the 90 day at sea, men quickly turned to drinking their own urine and eating the internal organs of their dead comrades. Oh. Um, they just skipped right through the flesh and went to the gooey center. Yeah, eight men survived and were found in two remaining boats among bones and human remains. Okay, look, if you're eating your buddy in a rowboat. That's <laughs> the worst start to a joke I've ever heard. <laughs> you're eating your brains of your buddy in a rowboat. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure the idea of being rescued should be still be top priority and you probably shouldn't keep your buddy's remains in your rowboat with you <laughs> i don't care how desperate and alone you are talking to your buddy's remains while you're eating him <laughs> it was the original wilson <laughs> damn ted your legs taste good <laughs> oh my god captain uh one survivor included the captain nantucket native george polar jr there would, once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> who was so hungry, he said, fuck it. Uh, he pulled out a gun. <laughs> so he put his best pal in a bucket. <laughs> pulled out his gun. Let's have some fun. And now he's <laughs> ate so much, he upchucked it. 
<laughs> um, George Pollard Jr., who had helped to kill and eat his own cousin. The young boy had young boy had drawn a bad lot, a custom of the sea to help decide who would be murdered for meat. To sustain the others, showing even more insanity than he did in the boat. However, Pollard decided the next year to captain another ship. Yet again, Pollard's ship was wrecked. But luckily, the crew was rescued before resorting to cannibalism this time. Pollard stuck to being a night watchman on solid land, and the wreck of his second ship was discovered in 2011. Wow. So he wrecked the Essex and then wrecked something else. You know he did it on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> he had a taste for it. Yeah. See? And then uh, the number one in this story, and this is where I'll end it. A lot Thank of God. Story, you know, <laughs> you know what? You're getting tired of my cannibalism stories here? No, I'm you, hungry. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> see, um, I'm eating a block of cheese. <laughs> a lot of stories are cannibal of cannibalism are from a different era, and it's easy to dismiss them as relics from the past. But the tale of a group of Dominicans who set out for a better life in Puerto Rico. <laughs> There's an upgrade. <laughs> Did I read that right? Um <laughs> And ended up living a nightmare at sea happened in 2008. Okay. 33 people set out in a car on a raft. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help myself. Sorry. I'm just visualizing it. (laughs) So there's 30 people in a car on a raft? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a Volkswagen bug. <laughs> okay, so 33 people had set out for a 160-mile journey in a wooden vessel. All right, first off, there's your issue. It's a vessel, a wooden vessel. You, know, you turn a table upside down, if it floats, it's a vessel. <laughs> Pretty much is what it sounds like. Ooh. Some paying as much as $1,800 for a spot on the fishing boat. Oh. When the engine's malfunctioned a day and a half end. Of course. It was only 160 miles. They, yeah, what the fuck? What, were they going one knot an hour? <laughs> it, was, it was wind powered. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was hand paddle. Um, yeah, it was, an, it was an asthmatic at the back blowing. <laughs> um, the, when the engines malfunctioned a day and a half in, passengers were split about whether to turn back or press on. But the captain wanted to continue. The boat essentially drifted on open water for six more days until the oh, first... Yeah, didn't really have a say at that point. Yeah. <laughs> the engines malfunctioned. <laughs> Can we go back? No, they're broke. <laughs> Should well, we go forward? No, they're broke. <laughs> I mean, what, what decisions to be made? <laughs> At that point, your decision is, ah, fuck, we're just going to drift. <laughs> yeah, basically. Should have been. Uh, uh, for more days. Okay. The boat essentially drifted on open water for six more days until the first oh. passenger died. What was wrong with them? They yeah, starved I, yeah. in seven days? <laughs> Jesus, they were really... Uh, the next night, the captain... I just think you paid $1,800 for this. Yeah. I thought there was room service and shit. <laughs> Where's my seafood buffet? <laughs> my 
five-star wooden vessel. <laughs> with, a, with a Volkswagen symbol on it. <laughs> yeah, it's just driftwood with an outboard motor on it. <laughs> it had the exhaust pipe underwater. Can't imagine why the engine went bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, after six days, uh, a passenger finally dies. The next night, the captain disappeared, either thrown over by passengers or making a desperate attempt to swim for help. The men and women began dying daily. After two weeks at sea, and 27 of the 33 passengers already dead of dehydration, 27 of the 33 died in two weeks. They clearly did not anticipate things going wrong. But it was only 160 miles. Well, that's what I mean. They didn't anticipate it going wrong. They're going, it's only 160 miles. And they probably had no provisions whatsoever. All right. So let's say 33 people at $1,800 a head. That's a lot. Yeah. You figure you spring four case of water. (laughs) (laughs) Cheapskates. Maybe a bag of oranges. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Anything. Two weeks at sea. The five survivors finally made a decision to cut some pieces of meat from the leg and chest of the last man to die. They took the small pits and swallowed them like pills. They weren't forced to resort to any more cannibalistic feeding as they were found the next day, rescued by the U.S. Coast Guard. <laughs> I just said it! Yep. <laughs> There's got to be a story of someone who put it off for so long, and then after they did it, they were rescued yeah. the next day. Yeah. And, you're, and you're, they're going, luck, am I right? <laughs> One survivor did confirm that human flesh was a lot like beef. Oh, God. That's fucking great. Pedro, it's what's for dinner. <laughs> See? <laughs> Holy shit. C's not as funny when it's actually the right word. <laughs> well, what's the, I like the Japanese version better. Well, what's the, what's the Japanese version of yes? C. <laughs> no, what's the real Japanese version of yes? Oh, I don't know. I'm, oh, gonna look on, it I'm up, getting right? it. I'm on it. We're going to do it the, the proper way. Google Translate. Yes. How do you say yes in Japanese? In Japanese, you would say, hey. 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 Oh, I said that. I was right. Did you? Hey. So, uh, hey. 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 <laughs> Oh, God. Well, we might want to wrap this episode up. <laughs> Just like a cannibal. <laughs> Save it for later. Get yourself some cellophane and duct tape and wrap this bitch up. Yep, don't forget to make your uh, head stew. <laughs> cheap, your cheek chowder. <laughs> Deep fried wiener schnitzel. <laughs> Is there, is there any other way? <laughs> well, hey, once the coronavirus starts wiping everybody out, this is what we're going to resort to. Yeah, but it's just going to be like that scene in The Walking Dead. Tainted me! Tainted me! <laughs> Bob Stuckey. Yep. I'm just going to continue to eat my block of cheese and drink my beer. 
<laughs> but we'll be like Trump. We'll marinate them in Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> marinate in Lysol. Yeah. And that'll kill it. Season it with the... Uh, what yeah, but, oh, lemon pledge. <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze a little bit out of a sponge on top of it. Perfect. Well, what's the uh, what's the little aromatic stuff you put in your wash now? The little beads. <laughs> Tide. Oh. What the hell are they called? You won't. I was gonna say Tide Pods, but I I know what you mean. Yeah, I get it. They're just like a fragrant pill, or yeah. That that if you pop one of those and farts, it smells like. Gain or some shit. Um, <laughs> you pop one of those and it farts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, <laughs> this episode took such a ninety degree turn. <laughs> well, we didn't know this is the way we were going tonight, folks. But... <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, I had one article. Little did I know it was going to spark ninety minutes of this <laughs> madness. <laughs> Well, hey, it just turned out I watched two cannibal movies. You had a cannibal article. And it just snowballed. And that's, hey, that's the way it is. We, you know, we didn't pour you with Trump news or anything else today, so. Yeah, it was lighthearted in comparison. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Hey! See? (laughs) You figure if you tally up the death toll of all those cannibals, it's still not even 10% of the COVID. I know. Well, you'd have to be eating a lot of people to come close. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you never hear about obese cannibals. They're not capable of catching anybody. Well, that's what I was just thinking. Yeah, 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 they're not. What was the one lady though? She hung she hung up the guy and the one that was serving to her kids or his kids. Yeah, he she hung him up to strip flesh from him. Yeah, so it was like a Brazilian steakhouse. She had like retarded strength too. <laughs> you know, by I mean? the look of her. Yeah, she had. Yeah, <laughs> either that or she was really good with pulleys and leverage. I, I just can't. <laughs> I can't imagine having the resort to eat anybody. No, I. it really would take like an Andy's situation for me to. to even contemplate it. Yeah, it would, you would have. It would and have. even then, I'm like, you know, freezing to death doesn't sound that bad. I'm just going to go to sleep. Yeah. You just fall asleep. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the best way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're going to die, the best way to go is you fell asleep. I you just never woke up. I'd be pissed um, if there is another side, like, you know, if there is a heaven, and then there you are with teeth bites in your calves. <laughs> Guys, really? What the fuck, man? He's only dead for like 10 minutes. I walk lopsided now because this guy couldn't leave my left <laughs> leg alone. I walk in circles up here. Well, you know what's another pitch, though? If you fall asleep and you wake up and someone's gnawing on your leg. I was napping, <laughs> asshole. It was a nap. I'm not dead. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> From now on, we're instituting a pulse policy. <laughs> Mirror under the nose, please. <laughs> yeah, a little courtesy. Oh, my God. All right. Well, hey, let's end ours with uh, a, 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 you want a recipe? <laughs> yeah, don't forget the nutmeg. Jilted lover stew. <laughs> Jilted lover stew. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, 
Taste taste bitter. (laughs) (laughs) If you bite in too deep and it's quite juicy, she's a squirter. (laughs) (laughs) That shouldn't have been that funny, but I wasn't expecting it. Hey, I'm Grant. He's B3. I'm B3. (laughs) Happy endings to all. And we're hungry. (laughs) We're coming to eat you. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha